Hello and welcome to the podcast Same Boat Huddle. I am your host Erin Miller of Erin Joyce Photography and you are listening to episode 21 which is awesome. I feel like every time I I intro I'm like we're on this episode and that's so great (laughs) but I guess it's just it's so exciting for me to be able to come on here every week and um, you know, just share some nuggets that I hope help you navigate your life a little easier, um, to validate your feelings and hopefully help you recognize how not alone you are. Like you're not hanging out in a boat with one person here. Like there's a whole bunch of us sitting there with you and, uh, we can totally get through this life together and with so much more ease and joy in our hearts. So what I really want to talk with you about today is getting through the holidays, you know, I don't know how this happened, but Thanksgiving is in a few days. I'm pretty sure I just finished August. I like truly don't know how this happened. It's wild. And I'm, I'm trying really hard. I, I always, have you ever had seasons where you get to Christmas and like you get through it and you're like, wow, I like never got in the Christmas spirit. So I'm trying really hard to like through the work I have to be present and get through it and also connect and feel the holiday spirit. But with the holiday spirit comes family stuff, right? So whether you're married, have children or not, any of those things, uh, if you are a grown adult, no longer living with your family, there's always some triggers when we go back in for all of us. So it is what it is. I think we all wish that we could live in a Hallmark movie, but we don't. And, um, the thing is, is that it doesn't have to be so difficult. You don't have to be triggered so much. And there are ways to really get what you want out of the holidays. It's just a matter of kind of changing a few things and being mindful of a few things and going about it a little differently. So I thought that this would be just a really poignant conversation to have. It came up. Um, I was a featured speaker at a really awesome event this weekend uh, called Stepping Up, Become Who You Are Meant to Be. If you do not follow Nikki Gingrich, she has a podcast at that title, Stepping Up, Become Who You Are Meant to Be. Um, it was just a really awesome event uh, with women and you know, it was all about empowerment and exactly what the title says, just becoming who you're meant to be and kind of conquering all the stuff that gets in our way and uh, finding the confidence and community to get there. So in the conversation, uh, it came up in general of like, how, how do you, uh, you know, support other people and be there for them, but then also like not compromise your own feelings. And, I think in my answer, I actually like pretty much talked about the holidays because it's just so poignant and relevant at this time. So I was like, this is a really good conversation to have. Um, so I jotted down a couple quick notes and I feel like, you know, if I spent more time, I could be like, I have the top six tips for you. So I guess you could take it that way. I don't know, but I'm really just going to have the organic conversation like I always do, but just quickly running down just so you know what you're in for with this podcast episode is that I'm going to talk about making space for yourself, keeping your routine, watch what you eat and drink. Like this is serious guys. I'll get into that. Be sure you stay grounded. Um, know how you want to feel like identify that first and you'll, you know, identify the problem first (laughs) and then you can fix it. Own your feelings, not others. And, um, some conversation about communication. So first I want you to really think about like, there's, I just heard this quote that if you think that you are enlightened, spend a week with your family. (laughs) Isn't 
Uh, makes me giggle because your family is always going to be who, tr- who triggers you the most because you were bred to be who you are. Like all of your your belief systems and um, your core values, like even the not so great ones, like the I'm not enough, I'm fat, I'm lazy, like all of those negative stories and belief systems that we have come from our childhood. And I say this not saying like your family is bad or like someone did something wrong or or whatever. It's it's just the human nature of how we are bred and how our minds think and develop and and all of that. So, but that's where it all comes from. So when you leave your home and your nest of parents and siblings, if you have them and whatever set of parents you have, all of that, you're you're kind of free like you are. You leave the nest and you have the freedom to really shape who you want to be. And we have lots of bumps and twists and turns through all of that. But I feel like once you leave that nest and then make your own nest with your own kids, well, I'm really getting somewhere with this, aren't I? Am I going down a rabbit hole here? (laughs) That, uh, you, you kind of leave that identity behind a little bit. Like it's still a part of you and is a lot of like, the belief systems stay with you and keep you from doing other things, which should be another episode and will be. Um, But it's when you go back into that nest that you are so triggered. And that's, you know, you just become a person that's not, you're not the best form of yourself. You know what I mean? And none of us are immune to that. And it goes back to that quote I just shared. If you think you're enlightened, go spend a week with your family. Like you're going to get all the triggers it's just going to not feel good. Uh, and it's, you're not the only one sitting there feeling that way. You know, I think that's important too. I think that sometimes in the past for me, there have been times going into a family function that it's like almost self-centered thinking I'm the only one who, not that there's this conscious thought, but perception of like the attacks are on me. Not that there are actually attacks. Gosh, I say that my family's going to be listening and be like, what attacks are you talking about? I actually have two wonderful families, but nonetheless, we get triggered. So, but it's understanding that while you're feeling triggered and going through your own turmoil, sitting there during these family functions, so is the person next to you. You know, like we're all dealing with our own triggers. So keep that in mind. So just understand that it just is that way. You're not different. There's nothing wrong with you. Uh, and really, I don't know how many people can walk into a family and not be triggered by their family, you know? So don't desire something that's not really in existence. (laughs) This is all part of our, our stay here on earth, you know? So let's go through just a couple like basic needs that if you keep all of this stuff in mind and do them, I think that you'll really be setting yourself up for a much more successful happier holidays. So I'm going to go through some of the simple things. Uh, and then, you know, it gets a little more complicated after that. I feel like more philosophical, if you will. So, um, and I'm not going to belabor over this stuff because we all have to like get our stuff together and get ready for a short work week. I know you're probably listening on the way to work and like, hurry up, Aaron, I need to listen to the rest because I don't have time after this. So, all right, first make space for yourself. So, I know as women, especially whether you're married, you have children, not whatever, it's often hard for us to really find time to take the space for ourselves. And this is so, so, so important because especially during the holidays, many of us uh, are just inundated with people. And if you're not an extrovert, it's even more difficult. Like your energy is not 
as welcoming to all of the people and all of the interactions and all of the hi how are you and like holy crap my face hurts and I'm hot and I need to go take a breath you know so be sure you're taking that space for yourself before you go into the family functions um you know like whether it's extra time in the morning to sit like meditate more uh, have a cup of tea or a cup of coffee by yourself, like really set yourself up for success here and plan for it and communicate this with your current family, like your husband, your children, whatever, depending on how old they are, like carve out that time and plan for it. Don't think about like, I want space for myself and then be super pissed off when you get to Friday and you didn't get any, be like, well, I didn't get any space for myself because everyone always needs me and blah, blah, blah. Like honestly, just may- do it. Make the time, make the space, put it in your calendar, plan your energy, manage your energy, talk to your husband about it and say, this is imperative for me to do so that I am happy through the holidays. Translation, if I don't get this time for myself, I will not be happy. All men understand happy wife, happy life. So if you communicate with them very clear, cut and dried, this is what I need from you. It's not 100%, but it's much more likely that they'll be inclined to um, give you a hand and create that time. And I'm not talking an hour, ladies, like five minutes, 10 minutes. We deserve that, and I know that we can get it. We just have to ask for it. Another thing is to keep your routine the best you can. So we are all creatures of habit, no matter how you want to slice it and dice it. Some of us can handle a break in routine better than others, but realistically, Even people who don't, like myself, my routine's bananas because every day is a little bit different. But I have a routine and I do the same kinds of things, especially in the morning and in the evening. The routine is almost always the same. So do your best to kind of stay on top of that. I feel like, um, you know, (laughs) I've been watching Home Alone a lot. That's like our movie. Um, You know, when Kevin's like, I'm free. It's that feeling when you when you have a vacation or time off work that you're, you're just you're free and you just want to rebel because you feel so bound to everything you have to do every week. That's like I'm going to stay up late, I'm going to eat a ton of stuff and drink a lot, and I'm going to sleep in, and I'm not going to work out. Like it all feels really good to think about that freedom, but keep in mind that it's really important uh, to keep to it at least a little bit, you know, like if you go to bed at nine thirty, I'm laughing as I talk about this because I'm notorious for breaking my routine and I never, <laughs> I need to take my own advice. So, you know, if you normally go to bed at nine thirty, stay up till 10 30, not midnight. You know what I mean? Like kind of just keep, keep some boundaries around that. Or if you never have a glass of wine at night, have one, not three. Uh, if you usually have one, maybe have two and not four. <laughs> I don't know. So you know what I mean? So just try and um, stay in those boundaries a little bit. And if you typically have a morning routine, which if you don't, you should do it. Do it, do it, do it. It will change your life. Read the book, Miracle Morning. Um, if you normally have a morning routine, try and keep to it. Like I will sometimes get up at 4 a.m. to work and journal and meditate. I'm not getting up at 4 a.m. on Thanksgiving morning, obviously, but 
I, you know, my kids are usually up at seven. I might want to consider getting up at six 30 before them so that I can sit and meditate and maybe journal a little bit, you know, just to keep some of that routine in. So think about how you can keep it and just adjust it a little bit. So you're not completely thrown out of whack because it really, it throws your whole like mental, emotional state out of equilibrium, like out of calibration more than you realize. And that's what's, it's really going to affect how you can regulate your emotions in the more stressful situations. The next thing is watch your food. I, so I went through and I've talked about this, like I went through nutritional support that, uh, really, really opened my eyes to the importance of food, which sounds so silly because before that I understood how important food was. I understood nutrition. I understood protein and fiber and carbohydrates. And like, I, I got it, but I don't think it's until you can heal yourself medically with food, do you really understand like, wow, so food is really cool and it's really powerful and it can make or break you truly. So, um, and, and there's oftentimes I think that we don't feel well on some level and we really go like we spiral, especially women, um, like, oh, I'm having an anxiety attack or something's wrong or I've had so many headaches, like I have a brain tumor and like so many of us do, we just kind of spiral. And and I tell you, I bet a million, like there's probably so many situations that it's because you're not feeding yourself the right way. You're not fueling your body the right way. So for an example, my husband and I were away this past weekend. Oh my gosh, I can't even remember uh, a weekend or so ago <laughs> that, and my husband didn't like, he didn't feel that great. He was like, you know, I just, I don't feel well. And I stopped, I looked at him and I said, Dustin, what did you eat this morning? And he's like, you know, three cups of coffee. And we do this really good breakfast smoothie. I'm like, okay, it's 2 PM. What else have you had to eat today? He's like, nothing. I'm like, okay. And we stopped at a brewery, <laughs> you know, like, did you have a beer? Yes. Okay. So you've had caffeine, you've had calories that absolutely cannot support a man your size for this long of the day. And you had a beer, like your sugars are off. You don't have enough fuel to give you the energy that you need. That's why you don't feel well. And, and he didn't have enough water either. And he's like, yeah, I guess you're right. So we, we went and ate and I was like, how do you feel now? He's like, I feel great. It was food. It's always the food. So, and that's actually, I like something like that happened. I kind of made it up. I guess I don't even need to (laughs) say that, but like, I forget the situation, what he ate or didn't eat, but it was probably close to that. Uh, but so often that's what's wrong. And this actually happened to me today that I, um, didn't give myself enough time this morning. I had two cups of coffee. I had my breakfast smoothie, ran out the door. And at this point, like I took so long to drink this darn smoothie. It's like now lunchtime. I'm rushing out the door to get my kids to my mom's so I can get to my photo shoot. And then I had to rush back to my mom's to pick my kids up, drive back home. My mom's an hour away, by the way. And, um, as I'm driving home, it's now four o'clock. I didn't even have a snack. My stomach is going crazy and it's so hungry. It actually doesn't feel well. Uh, I'm like no energy, a little dizzy and anxiety starts to set in. And what's interesting is in the past, I'd be like, Oh my gosh, I'm having an anxiety attack. I don't know what's happening. And I can just giggle and be like, Aaron, you've had like zero water today and you, you haven't eaten like anything and you've been rushing all day day. Like, of course you don't feel well. Well, sure enough, as soon as I ate dinner, I felt great. So 
all of this to say, just be super mindful that you're fueling your body, that if you are, you know, drinking coffee in the morning and then having a mimosa and then eating like a heavy carb lunch and then eating and drinking sugary food and some more alcohol and then having coffee after dinner because you're so tired because you ate and drank sugar all morning, you might not feel well. Like there could be some GI issues. Your energy could be low. You're probably going to get very irritable and cranky. So it's just explaining to be, you know, if you're starting to feel a certain way, think about what did I put in my body today? And I'm not saying don't indulge a little bit because that's just silly. Indulge. Sure. Go for it. I sure am. But also just keep yourself in check that if you're not feeling right physically or emotionally, that's what's happening. And if it's getting the best of you and you can't regulate the way you need to, to feel good, get back on track with what you're eating. Um, okay. The next thing is to stay grounded. So this is, I guess a little bit of energy woo-woo, but I, I just find it so scientific and real that, you know, take it as you want, but, um, be sure to get in meditation. And if you don't meditate, try it. I'm not, you know, it's just a five, 10 minute thing. Uh, and I love to, when I'm feeling, do you know when you're in a family function and you're, you can like physically feel almost jittery and you're starting to get hot? Like maybe, in some cases, maybe the blood boiling feeling, but not even that bad. Just kind of like overstimulated and like you're all on your head, like you're almost floating around. You know, that's because you're truly ungrounded. You're not, you're just not grounded. So something I love to do is even like in the midst of, of what's going on around me, like even if someone's talking to me, I picture someone pouring like, uh, I guess, I picture a liquid, so even picture the feeling of a warm liquid uh, running down your body and even through the inside from the top. I'm using my hands, you can't see me. <laughs> running through the top, like even over your face and down, you know, over your shoulders, down your chest, all the way down your body, down to the ground. And then picture your feet growing roots from the bottom and rooting down into the earth. And just that visual, just feel almost trying to feel that liquid moving down and imagining what it would be like for roots to come out of my feet and into the ground. It, it just pulls me back in. And then also be sure that you're breathing. So often we're just not breathing. Um, you know, we really end up in these short, shallow breaths and that triggers your brain to think that it is uh, in a situation in which it needs to survive. So that's going to trigger possible anxiety um, and any of the feelings of needing to attack. <laughs> I don't know, but just be sure you're taking deep breaths. Uh, so sometimes while I can't sustain and maintain like slow, deep breaths all the time, I'll just constantly check back in with myself and uh, do four breaths in, hold for four, and then let out for eight. Uh, and if it's really, really hard for you to do, it's because you're like super shallow breathing. So do the best you can and keep doing that for yourself. And sometimes you do just need to go take a break. Like there are times I will excuse myself from the main area where everyone is and go sit um, in a bedroom for two minutes, or sometimes you have to use the bathroom, but not, and just stand there 
and take a minute for yourself. It's okay to do that. Um, also what I want you to think about is to know how do you want to feel during the holidays? So think about a perfect holiday for yourself and how it would feel. Is it slow? That's not a feeling. (laughs) So is it peaceful? Is it calm? And it's okay to think, you know, is it slower paced? Is it traveling? Maybe the exploration is feeling alive and connected to all the different families. Is it connectedness? Um, is it, uh, what, what feeling would go with hosting and feeding people? I think that's a lot of like connectedness and joy and happiness. So really think about how you want to feel for the holiday. And then I want you to think about what activities in a holiday bring you those feelings. So for me, I, I want to feel relaxed. I want to feel connected. Uh, I want to feel joyful like calm, peaceful, like relaxed, calm, and peaceful, I feel like come in for me more than anything. So for me, that's quiet. It's a fire. Uh, It's low lighting. It's uh, no rushing, not traveling far or for long. I like to be home. Being home is very peaceful and calm and relaxing for me. So There are times that going to family functions, I go into homes that are not uh, darker or quieter. (laughs) There's more, it's very overstimulating, lots of noise, high volume talking, um, you know, lots of lights and sounds like TVs and music and kids toys and it is a lot for me. It's, you know, I'm, I'm not coming from a place of that's wrong we're going to the, my core, it does not align with my core desired feelings and that is okay. I own them, but I can't be upset about walking into another person's home that doesn't align with how I want to feel. I'm the only one that can control that. So it's important that I'm there though, because it's my family. So some things that I do are all the things I just listed before this, taking space, meditating, grounding, all of that. Um, and I take breaks. I will even step outside for a minute. So even if once an hour I, or more than that, if I'm only there for a couple hours, I'll excuse myself and take a break and regather myself. Um, so you have to think about how you want to feel and then what, what activities in the holiday are really going to fill that feeling for you. Um, you know, singing, dancing, baking, cooking, hosting, being by yourself, I, you know, just keeping it your your family, your husband and your children, uh, or just your husband or just yourself. I don't know. Think about all the things that will bring those feelings for you. And then the next piece of this that is so important, and this is for women who have a significant other or not even, this is it, the next piece is communicating what you want. Like, I think this is a step that so many of us forget or are just too scared to do because we're so used to playing small and feeling like our feelings don't matter as much as someone's else, someone else's or just not enough, you know? So you have to communicate how you want to feel. So I'm going to talk to the group of people who have 
a significant other and you're you're planning your your family gatherings and you're going to the different families' houses. And likewise, your significant other should also have a say in this and what they need and what they want and what they feel. But tell them, like, I this is what I want, you know, when we go to your parents' house, this is these are my concerns and my issues. They're my feelings that I need to take care of. Uh, if I get to this point, I, I'm probably going to need to leave. And not like let's leave before dinner. I'm saying like maybe it was, you know, every dynamic is different every year. So say you get through dinner and dessert and you're just done. Like, you know, you're at your breaking point. Have a, a code word with your significant other. Be like, let's have a code that if it's like, let's go right away so that I don't stay too long that, you know, I say something I can't take back or <laughs> I don't, or just it, my energy leaks too much that you start to not feel well and that like you have an energy hangover the next day. Um, and then sometimes you don't need to use that code word and things are going well and you can stay a while longer. Um but that I think what happens so often is that we don't put our feelings first ever. We just always want to make everybody else happy at our expense. Like, I'm not going to say that I need to leave after dessert because I don't want to hurt this person's feelings or I just don't want to deal with the confrontation with my husband or I'll feel bad because what if the kids are having fun with their cousins? Well, set up a play date with their cousins in two days. I don't know. Like, it's okay. They're get, still getting time to play with their cousins. And I don't think that your kids are going to want a really crabby mother when you get home who's flipping out at them because they're not getting into bed early enough or quick enough because you just exerted all of your energy at Thanksgiving dinner. Like, how is that even like, how, how is that better than just very kindly communicating what your needs are and saying, Hey, it's time to go. You know what I mean? So just be sure you're communicating what you want and what you need because we don't do that. And then we get mad after the fact. And I think that's where our husbands are like, oh, wait, um, so I thought things were going well. And where'd this come from? We like, we just push everything down. We don't know how to talk about it. We don't know how to communicate what we want. And it just, it just doesn't go well. So just be sure to speak about your truth, what you want and what you need. And something with this that I really want to talk about quickly also is that you need to come from a place of compassion and love. I think so often we, we harbor these, like these resentful, angry feelings because, uh, we haven't sorted through things or we've allowed, we've allowed things to simmer and brew inside of us. And then it, it creates negative feelings if you come from that place, it's not going to be communicated well, and it may cause confrontations or issues. But if you're coming from a place of, hey man, I love myself, I love my family, and these are my boundaries to stay happy. And you know, I, I know that if I can come to dinner and enjoy myself and enjoy all of you and leave after dessert, I'll feel good. And if that makes you upset, I'm so sorry, but I'm not in charge of your feelings and I can't control your feelings. You know that saying you can't control or you can't, um, you can't control others. But the only thing you can do is control the way you feel or something like that. It's something along those lines. That's exactly what I'm saying. Or like how you react to something. You can't change another person, just how you react to it. 
it's that's exactly what it is and if another person is unable to take a hold of that philosophy that's okay but that's for them to work through and it's not your job so that leads me right into uh, the own your feelings, not other people's feelings. And as women, I think we have become such peacemakers and caretakers and, um, you know, you just don't want other people to feel bad or you don't want to hurt other people's feelings. I get it. I'm so that person that's true. That's been one of my biggest, uh, belief systems that I've really had to work through that. Uh, I think that I, I would also come from a place of doing so much for other people. Have you ever been done this? You do so much for other people and consider so many other people's feelings and then you just lose your shit because you're like, but no one cares about my feelings. Well, guess what? You're supposed to care about your feelings. Do you? Like, why would anyone else care about your feelings if you don't care about your own? You know what I mean? It's not your job to worry about other people's feelings. Yes, you want to be kind and compassionate and supportive and sympathetic, but you can't hurt yourself. You can't put yourself in a situation that's going to deplete you physically, emotionally, or mentally to save someone else's feelings. It does not make sense to do that. It just doesn't make sense. Don't do it. But also don't do it in a way that you're angry and resentful, you know, because that that's not good either. You want to always come from a place of compassion and love. And, uh, you know, if someone still has a difficult time with your boundaries, that's okay. People don't always do well with boundaries, but um, again, that's you can't compromise who you are and what you need from life just because you don't want someone else to feel bad. Uh, so always keep that in mind. So I feel like this is something I could go on and on about and ramble to the heavens. Um, so feel free to reach out to me. Like if this is a conversation that you want to have or have some specific questions of how do I handle this, um, I'm happy to talk about it. It's uh, I can't emphasize enough how important it is to really protect your your energy in the way of grounding and meditation and going in with a full cup. Because if you don't ca- take care of yourself in that way, you're going to go in with an empty cup and you're not going to last long. And that's where all the bad feelings start to happen. And then also remember what the triggers are. Maybe even journal about it before going in. Like what are the triggers that really get you? Like often I feel like kind of some staples and this isn't me necessarily, but just the staples are um, being judged for a certain way that you parent, um, your weight, how you dress yourself. uh, If you show up early or late, um, maybe your kid's development. Uh, if you're, you know, I'm trying to think of what you may have been as a a child, they coined the, the sensitive one or the emotional one or the overreactor, or, um, I think those are like some big ones that happen, uh, or you're not enough or like being blown off or whatever. So know what your triggers are, identify them. So then when you go in and someone says like, oh, so you still haven't lost your baby weight. You can just know that that's about them. It's not about you. And imagine having a shield surrounding you and that stuff just bouncing off of that shield and right back at them. Protect your energy. You don't need that. You don't need that in your space. And if you allow it to go in, that's where the damage happens. You you have the choice to allow that in or not. 
you do. There's a choice there. So uh, it's not easy and we are bred to be a certain way and we're used to allowing it in. But um, I'm telling you, sit there and meditate on it. If you're listening to this and you're, you don't meditate and you don't do a morning routine, again, I can't tell you the change that'll happen in your life if you make the space and time to do that. I so often hear women say, I'm just not a morning person. I just don't have time. I, I'd rather sleep in. I am not a morning person. Ask my mom. I was the kid my whole life that slept till like noon, one o'clock. Always. I could still, I could still do it real easy. You ask me to stay up till 2 a.m., easy. I got it. I'm a night owl by nature, truly. I'm a morning person by choice because it changes my life and how I function. I do not hit that alarm clock or like have my alarm go off and think I'm not singing with the birds, friends. I'm stumbling out of bed, hitting the wall on my way down, like ping ponging down the stairs to get my coffee. Um, but I'm telling you, it, it makes a world of difference. So even if you give yourself 15 minutes in the morning, just do it, please. I promise you something magic will happen. So, okay. I want you to go out there into the holidays with love in your heart and compassion and, um, really shake off any yucky feelings you have, like resentment or anger or, uh, just that, you know, that like, uh, whatever that emoji is, the, uh, emoji, <laughs> don't just change it out for hard eyes. You know, this is your family. This is love. And you have permission and validation to enjoy the holidays the way you want to, but do it leading with love and compassion and you cannot go wrong. Uh, and yeah, I think that's it. So, um, enjoy the holidays, whatever you celebrate, um, whatever you don't just, send all the love out there and the love will come right back to you. And that's what the cool thing is. And most of all, take care of yourself, fuel your body, give your, your soul the rest it needs and attention and introspection that you deserve and that you need. And you will be good. I promise you, you'll be good. So be sure to reach out to me uh, with questions or if there's any type of topic you want me to talk about, I am all ears. You can reach me at Aaron at ejoicephotography.com. Can check out my website. Uh, what is my website? ejoicephotography.com. <laughs> and I do have a coaching section now in there. So you can either hang out and look at my pretty pictures or head on over to the coaching. I currently, hey, here's something for you. I'm currently running my four week program called Create Your Best Life. And it is exactly what the title says. Uh, we go through, it's basically designed like a course. You get material that you do the work and then you get one-on-one -on -one coaching from me, video coaching and one-on-one -on -one Voxer support. Uh, all is explained on the website. This run is going for five weeks. So we get one week in the middle uh, to break and catch up and do whatever you need to do. So I have two spots still available if you would like to jump in. It's a really awesome program. I've seen women turn their lives around through this program. It's been um, completely has completely filled my heart to watch. So the material went out on Saturday. Week one is super fun and easy. So it's, it would be absolutely easy to slip right in, uh, especially if you have a day off during the holiday that you'd be able to hang out and do some extra work. And, um, again, it's fun and there's an extra week in there. So you can always do a catch up 
uh, during that extra week. So if you're interested, check that out on my website. There is um, an easy application or you can just email me. Let me know you're interested. Also feel free to join my free Facebook group, Same Boat Huddle on Facebook. The link is in the show notes. And also if you're listening, please leave a review. Five stars gets me to reach all of the other women who need to hear me. So those reviews mean everything because they put me out there um, and it just helps spread the word. So I really, really appreciate that. And everyone who has uh, already left me reviews, it is amazing. And just I just can't thank you enough. I'm so grateful. Um, and also be sure if you're listening to this episode, put it in your IG stories. And I'll be sure to share it. I love when people do that. I think it's so fun. I've found some of my favorite podcasts and episodes through people's IG stories. It's the coolest thing. So people are watching, um, help a friend out and share my stuff and um, get my my voice in their ears if you think that they need it. And feel free to follow me on Instagram. I am at Photog, I'm sorry, at Photog Aaron J., Uh, I share a lot in my stories from personal life and coaching and pictures, and um, I love it. So that is all. I hope you all have an amazing holiday week. Always remember to treat others the way you want to be treated. Listen, I know I say that every week, but really listen to that and what it means. Always treat others the way you want to be treated, even if they don't treat you the way that they should. That's what I tell my kiddos. Two wrongs that make a right, you know? So have a good one. I will talk to you all soon. Take care and uh, enjoy the holiday.